0: Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hoping all's well with you. That episode that we did yesterday was a laugh and a half, I gotta say. That was so much fun anybody who didn't tune in, you should definitely check it out. It's actually the only episode where I think that you definitely need to see the YouTube version of because it was looking at really funny images. Anyway, I won't get into it, Um, but check it out. (laughs) So I hope everyone's doing well out there. I'm doing pretty well myself. And I got two requests from two different listeners over the past, uh, I guess, maybe three weeks to talk a little bit about what my family or my friends think about me using Kratom. One person asked what my friends think of me using Kratom, and one person asked about my family. So I thought I would talk a little bit about that today. Some of this I've mentioned in different episodes um, in snippets, but why not focus on it a little? I think it's something that a lot of people think about when they're taking Kratom. I did do a long episode on the stigma of Kratom, and that was in response to someone else's email to me is a longer one, but it kind of gets into this. Anyway, so talking about my friends and family, first I'll say friends. Not a lot of my friends know that I use Kratom, although some of them do. I've never worked to hide the fact that I use Kratom from my friends. And of the friends that know that I've tried Kratom or use it, none of them are necessarily against it whatsoever. Um, a couple of them are totally supportive, think it's cool. Um, none of my friends really use Kratom, uh, so I definitely am an outlier in that regard. One of my friends tried Kratom once and got super, super sick, and he's like my best friend. So it's interesting because he's had this one experience where he like got sick to his stomach when he tried it. He had gone to this kava bar and he had kava and Kratom. and. I think that he had too much of both and combined them, but um, uh, and didn't have enough in his stomach. He like was going to go to dinner afterwards, so I think that that's what happened. But um, but he's not going to ever try kratom again. And that's fine. Um, probably the right response to having a bad reaction to something most of the time, and uh, so he doesn't get it, but he does still think that it's fine that I'm using it, and he's glad that it works for me. Um, I think that's kind of the general sentiment of my friends. I don't think any of them are like over the moon excited about the prospect of Kratom being a thing. But I also don't think that they really care, you know, about making Kratom illegal or being more skeptical about it. Um, One of my friends has brought up before that they were a little bit skeptical of it. But um, they said that they've heard some bad things. And I said, yep, there's definitely that out there. Um, Totally. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to deny that. So, uh, that's, that's kind of it, but overall, you know, mostly supportive, we don't talk about it much, and I guess I do have one friend that's tried Kratom in the past, we, uh, we did it together, um, a little bit together a few times, uh, back when I had first discovered it, and he had first discovered it, independent of each other, and, um, I'm not sure if he still uses Kratom, but, uh, I'll have to ask him. But that's pretty much it on the friend front, not much, not much going on there. When it comes to family, it's a little more interesting. The backdrop or context that's important, which most of you probably know by now, is that my brother uh, struggled with addiction to uh, opiates for 10 years. And he, uh, last January, January 2021, took his own life after he he fell back into it again. Um, never blamed anyone but himself when he was addicted to any of these substances and that's something that I really you know I'm proud of him for that he he never blamed anyone else and um he worked really hard to get out of it and the last two years of his life he did he got out of it he was doing great and uh the pandemic hit and a lot of different things happened which I won't go into here but I've done an episode on it before and uh he fell back into it again and I guess he just couldn't go anymore you know So not to bring this into the too heavy of a realm, but um, that's important context for what my family thinks. So I am, you know, like that was my only brother and, and that's what happened. So that's so recent and we're still grappling with it. Now, what's interesting about this is that I've been using Kratom for about the same amount of time as my brother was addicted, like right around when he became addicted to heroin, I found kratom to be helpful for me when I was in college in stopping my Tourette's tics, you know, and like there was a lot less information about kratom out there then than there is now, even though there's still not much now. So when I told my parents about it, they were very excited. And I wonder if I had just discovered kratom like this year versus 10 years ago, if their reaction would have been different. You know, after everything that happened with my brother, I wonder if they would have been a lot more scared and skeptical, especially given all of the parallels that people draw between Kratom and, um, you know, opiates and opioids. So that's not the case, though. I discovered it way back when, and they were really excited for me. You know, they had watched me deal with Tourette's and anxiety for a while, and so they were amazed that I had found something that actually really helped, and it wasn't a prescription. And I guess um, the one thing that I do remember is my dad in particular, both of them asked this, but my dad in particular would ask me a couple times in the beginning, do you take it every day? And I said, no, because I didn't, uh, which was the case. And he said, good, you know, there's that's good as long as you don't have to take it every day. And I thought that was interesting because, I mean, I didn't even know that there was even a debate about whether this stuff was addictive or not. And I don't think he did either. But I think that he was hoping that whatever I figure out in life to help myself with different issues that I have, that it's not something I have to rely on every single day and that it's not something that I can get stuck with, you know. And uh, I thought that was really good foresight looking back because, um, you know, I even today I hear people say, like, you really need a tolerance break and this and that. I'm not wading into that right now, but, um, but I, have kept that with me and I try not to take Kratom every day. And I mean, not really try, I mean, like I don't have to, I've gone months without taking it, uh, not even trying, but, um, but I, it's something that I keep in mind, but anyway, you know, overall they've, they've been supportive and excited, you know, pretty much this whole time. As far as extended family goes, I don't think any of them really know about it. It's not a topic that has ever really come up in conversation when I'm with them. And so, no, they don't really know about it. Um, I wouldn't cover it up if they asked, but I don't know. It's not the top of mind thing when I see them. (laughs) Finally, my wife. And this is, I think, the most interesting aspect of, you know, how my family views me using Kratom. I've been with my wife now for a number of years. We've been married for three years and we have been together for seven, almost eight years. So we've been with each other through thick and thin, and she, you know, I met her after I'd been using Kratom for a few years, and I still wasn't, I wasn't really using it that often, and I didn't know much about it still. I don't think, I think I was just learning about the different types of Kratom when I met her. So very, very, you know, nonchalant Kratom user, I would say, (laughs) if that's a way of putting it. And she, you know, didn't really think much of it, Um, and then... I think she was having trouble getting her work done one day and I was like, oh, do you want to try Kratom? And she said, oh, sure. So she tried uh, what I do remember was white tie and it was very helpful for her that evening. She got a lot of her work done and she said that it worked great. But the next morning she woke up and she felt very depressed. She felt very sad and down, and it felt like she had been drained. Like, that that's kind of what she was telling me, if my memory's right. And, you know, she she tried Kratom on two other occasions after that, you know, spaced out by months, if not like a couple years, um, but just in different circumstances. And each time, the next day or two days, she felt very down afterwards. And I haven't met many people who have mentioned that as, as a response to Kratom, though I think I've heard other people say that. On Reddit, maybe, but yeah, she like she's had this reaction where she gets very sad the day after, two days after, and she feels depleted and just like depressed, and so that kind of like has been her experience with it the, the few times. And so as a result of that, she's been kind of put off by it personally. And then from the standpoint of like me using it, she knows that it helps me a great deal. She's glad that it does. She's seen me deal with Tourette's uh, to a degree, though she's never been with me you know since i've kind of got them under control and again just for a refresher people i don't have like vocal ticks through you know and i think that in most cases you have if you have Tourettes you have to have vocal ticks to can to be considered to have Tourettes i don't have vocal ticks but i have physical ones i personally think the classification system for that is ridiculous if my head keeps twitching and my arms have to move and all this stuff i have Tourettes <laughs> like i'm that's what the doctor told me they're like you have this it's just we can't label you that technically. So anyway, um, she, she's seen me, you know, when I'm dealing with that. And so she knows it helps me a lot, but she is a bit skeptical. Um, she's worried that it's more like, you know, the, the, what we know to be addictive opioids out there. She's worried that it could be very similar to that. She doesn't think it's the same thing. And she understands that it's You know, her understanding is that it's not uh, as, you know, not as worrisome as if I was doing, you know, (laughs) heroin or morphine or painkillers or whatever. Like, you know, painkillers recreationally. Um, She knows that it's not like that, but but she still does have some skepticism. And once in a while, she asks me uh, to convince her that it's safe. And she's asked me a few times now, and each time. What I say is, I can't prove to you that it's 100% safe or that it's 100% not addictive, but what I can, you know, prove to you is that, or just show you, you know, proof of concept here, I have, while you've known me, stopped using it for, you know, five, six months on end, you know, one there was one year where I never touched the stuff ever, um, maybe even two years, I can't remember. But I mean, like we've been together for seven or eight years and and I never once been like, oh, no, I need my Kratom at any given point in our life. So, um, so I think that I I just remind her of that and I say, I mean, I'm always doing my research and and um, overall she is supportive of me, but she's just, you know, sometimes she's a little worried about it and uh, she likes to check in on it once in a while and she'll and I like the way she does it because she says you have to prove to me that this stuff is safe, like prove prove it to me. And she's not being confrontational in a bad way. She's actually asking me, she said, can you please prove this to me so that I can rest easy? So I'm always looking up research and stuff for her sake as well. And, uh, and you know, but of course all of it stems back to me. Like I want to make sure that I'm doing something safe. So that's a lot of the reason why I try to take the middle road opinion on Kratom, even though I definitely lean to the side of having it accessible for people in some shape or form. I have this you know context of my brother dealing with this struggle for a long time my parents only having me you know now in their lives as you know as their only son now and then my wife who is you know supportive also but uh worried or nervous a little bit about it and so i i really want to see it as it is which is what you know all the research and and uh reading through these different studies and things will help me do. So um, I'm going to keep informed, try and help you guys stay informed too, if you want me to. And let's keep going through this journey together. I think that it's important to take into account people's views of, of Kratom and people's views of you using Kratom if you do use it. Because a lot of the time it's coming from a place of, of really good intention and people just care about you and want to make sure you're not doing anything dangerous. And that's a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, why not be skeptical? Of course we should be. In my opinion, the rule of thumb should be if you're eating or drinking something that's not food or water, you should be skeptical of it until you're not, you know, until you can be proven otherwise. So anyway, that's my two cents. Um, hope you guys found this interesting. Would love to hear what you think. You know, what, what do your families think or what do your friends think about you uh, using Kratom if, if you do use it? And if you are a family or a member or a friend, of someone who uses Kratom, but you don't, what do you think about them using it? Let me know. Email me at anythingeverythingkratom at gmail.com. All right, everybody, take it easy. We will be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.